Welcome to the Cyber Bible Podcast. My name is Caleb. My name is Zach. Uh, I want to start off talking about something that happened to me at work. And I today was my last day at work, which was awesome. And I was super, super excited to, yeah. to get off of it because, I don't know, I mean, at first it was fine and I was working with dad and, and uh, stuff was going good and stuff, but eventually... But the factor of people putting, like, bug... Yeah, well, that's when I, poison. That, I forgot I told you that. I, oh, I was yeah. going to go ahead and tell you that, but, um, <laughs> at, you know, I, yeah, at some point, you know, I, I was fighting with my coworkers, like, all the time. Like, we would get to where we were just yelling at each other, like, in a car, just yelling at each other, and that was, I'm... I'm in a car? Yeah, we were, I mean, in a, we were in a truck. We had, like, a one truck that we all worked oh, out okay. of, and, and uh, it, you know, we would all get in there and get doing stuff and then just be yelling at each other one of the guys uh ben he was he was really passive like he didn't he wasn't part of the arguments and he never uh, said anything about me at least not to my face or anything like that but evan and josh they were pretty much just like the high school bullies you know that mm-hmm. puts your head in the trash can kind of thing experience <laughs> i never had as a homeschooler except for when my sister would like yeah, pinch me and <laughs> um but yeah, he eventually was, just he was voted the prom king yeah. by default. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always prom king every single year. <laughs> Graduated, they remember me as prom king. <laughs> you see, this is where his uh, homeschooling became an issue. He thinks a prom is every year yeah. for all semesters. <laughs> prom, prom is every day. <laughs> um, but he one week before he was uh before it was our last day like uh it would it would be last friday so uh uh technically it's saturday now it's past midnight we always record these like past midnight <laughs> yeah but yeah. um don't know how that always ends up working out yeah i'm trying not to get my laugh wind into the mic <laughs> <laughs> uh but he took some some poison like bug poison and sprayed it on my wheels like we were detailing cars and stuff and it got to the end of the day and so i pulled my uh, i drive a 2014 camaro and i pulled that into the garage and i was cleaning out and stuff and there was contractors in there and there's one one guy was really cool his name was jesse and and uh he, he was talking to me about my car and stuff and then josh and evan get in and they're just being bozos and and Josh comes over and just starts spraying the like the bottom part of my car and the wheels just starts spraying them down with poison like and giggling <laughs> idiot and and uh and I I started yelling at him and and he just yeah know, because that, ran that off, but. really is like a health and safety issue at that point he's putting poison on my wheels and my wheels were like I I had painted them uh like recently and stuff and so they started like staining up but pretty quickly i started washing them off and i'd get down there scrub them and stuff and then the contractor that was in there went and told the lady at the front desk and uh they told them not to come back for the last week and so i was like score one for me (laughs) (laughs) and the contractor guy he was cool so appreciate that but yeah and and you're honestly you're really lucky that that ended up happening because yeah. like most of the time especially in a work environment mm-hmm. your supervisors are really just like some kind of a mythical unicorn that every <laughs> once in a while shows up espe- exactly when you're not doing what you need to be doing mm-hmm. so the fact that he was there to catch somebody like doing some seriously aggressive yeah hazing and took your side on it 
yeah that you were actually really lucky with that yeah for sure although i don't know what other side it was possible to take if you came over <laughs> and see somebody spraying poison other on people's somebody stuff with wheel. poison yeah. and giggling like a maniac <laughs> <laughs> like a big fat child uh is he fat uh no i mean he was uh not really i mean no but uh the the contractor guy yeah he'd he'd been there for a couple years and stuff and so he went and and told the the lady inside and she was like he won't be back i was like sweet nice (laughs) so it's cool to have those people that stick up for the the little guy like me (laughs) the little guy yeah so uh, my uh facial hair situation right here it's like homeless (laughs) stubble if i had to describe it to listeners it's homeless stubble like the you know the guy on the nah, sidewalk that can't shave. <laughs> it's not. It's not quite homeless man. Yeah, stubble. I'm trying to like, keep homeless it trim. man stubble is like it's got a little bit of length. There's like that one and there's dirty, on the one like, side it, and there's of like, your chin that's there's like, like sticking out there's two like and a half hot inches. Dog in it. And... Right now it's just like you got a little bit of grain going on. Yeah. And yeah. it just hasn't quite like your mustache it's hasn't like, grown into the rest of your beard. It's just like half inch. And then <laughs> and then like you know where the mustache meets like the cheek that like doesn't fill in it just doesn't grow hair <laughs> yeah it's, there's nothing there <laughs> yeah. so i have to i have to grow my mustache long enough to cover it up <laughs> so it'll be like like it's like a wise. chin strap and a handlebar mustache exactly. and that is his beard <laughs> i will be i will be handlebarring just to cover up just to, just to cover the fact that it's not yeah. a single unit <laughs> i'm gonna try to go two months without shaving and see how it looks two longest months? i've ever gone is like it's probably like 30 days. Like, that's probably the longest I've gone, and it didn't look good. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> so I'm going to see. You got it's... to see what real homeless man stuff yeah. looked like when yeah. you went 30 days. You were like, this sure. is not good. <laughs> I'm going to try to keep it trimmed and clean looking and see if I can get to two months, and it, it looked like all right. That's my goal is for it to look all right. But it doesn't yeah. thicken as much as I want it to. I'm, I'm 19 years old, and so it uh, I want it to be like a thick beard. Zach has too much Indian in him to, to be able to grow a thick beard. Yeah, my older brother Stacey. has... Oh, gosh, dude. he His hair migrated. Duck, he could he, be Duck Dynasty. If he wanted to, he could dude, grow it out Duck Dynasty. Stacy, he... He's halfway there. I actually talked to him about this because mm-hmm. of the fact that, like, I, I may as well be a dolphin. I just don't grow hair, mm-hmm. like, on anywhere <laughs> except my head. It's like, it just doesn't happen. But yeah. um, I talked to... Our uncle, my uncle Stacy, not his uncle. We're not related, but uh, <laughs> um, he said that like uh, he didn't actually start growing facial hair until he was like twenty four. That's not good news. Like, I don't want to hear that. Straight up, like you don't want to hear that. <laughs> I don't want to hear it at all. But uh, my uncle Stacy, he didn't start growing facial hair until he turned like twenty four, mm-hmm. and then by the point he's where he is now. Which is he's he's got two daughters and they're both they're both in like middle school yeah. now they're middle school age and everything so he's getting he's in his forties mm-hmm. or or thereabouts I haven't asked him what his actual age is <laughs> kind probably of thing shouldn't of it. but <laughs> but you wouldn't be able to tell if you don't ask because all of his head hair is gone. Mm-hmm. And it's just migrated into a lumberjack beard that's permanently there. <laughs> it totally like, you could totally describe it as a lumberjack beard. Like yeah, that, that pretty much fits it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's just bald on top, but he's also like buff and hilarious and like 
the. Well, I mean, like he's he's like what six one, six two. Yeah, I think he's taller Something than me. He's like he's at at least six two. Yeah, at and least. and he works out every day. Yeah. Where where he works, he works at a. Uh, so he works out three hundred sixty five same... times more than I do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he he has the same job as I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, just his focus is on. What's sheet your title? Metal. You're a G. Uh, it's WG8, WG8 is for those of you who want to get want to look at my salary. You can go to the <laughs> federal wage scale and see how much I make an hour. But um, and I mean that's soon to come. Like, public knowledge. Yeah, that's that's a public publicly known scale. But he's he's actually higher up on the totem pole than I am mm-hmm. on that. What is because he? He's. I honestly don't know where he is on the WG scale. Yeah. I just know that he is still is it, within is the it range like of WG. Is like a number, like, is, like, 9, WG 9, is that, like, higher than, well, is the, it like that? The scale, it's weird, because it doesn't go by one number increments. Mm-hmm. It's like, you have a WG 1 through WG 5. Mm-hmm. Is like super super low ranking on the totem pole for okay. the federal pay scale. Okay, and then from so five, one through five probably are not necessarily different. They're just in a different league. Well, no, like the the way that the federal pay scale works is you're either WG, which is work grade, your GS, which is de- general schedule, or your NM. I think it is. And honestly, I don't I don't know what that one stands for. What mm, that letter guide stands <laughs> for? But that's like the real high up like manager people and engineers and scientists mm-hmm. like i, I got big, a second cousin who's boys. about to be going over into the oh. nm's uh, oh, wow. nm side he's is that where ryan wants to get is that what he's going for is to end up in the uh, nm he's he's been saying that he's focused on gs but okay. i'm sure he eventually wants to be in nm where um, is vince is vince gs he's the one who is trying to end in nm right now he's okay he's getting his master's degree so oh wow that, yeah he's he's this is impressive he's got oh yeah yeah the stuff that me and ryan are going to school for or are about to be going to school for is the stuff that he studied mm-hmm. to get his bachelor's and he's studying again to get his master's yeah so he's he's going to be changing over from a title of being a, a programmer or a coder to being an engineer and yeah. I talked to him about it he honestly he didn't even realize that it was connected with being the title engineer mm-hmm. he just knew that getting into this new thing would give him a couple more job opportunities mm-hmm. and things and he would get way better on on his pay because he would be getting paid the equivalent of like a high level manager upper management person big, but he would only dollar. but he would only have to be responsible for himself as an engineer hey, and he's like that's my better. perfect situation for sure that's but, anyone's perfect situation oh, yeah. work for yourself make big dollar <laughs> yes exactly make chunk monies yeah but <laughs> as far as like the pay scale thing it's really weird how mm-hmm. they do the numbers because you can be wg one two three four and five and then they don't have a wg six or seven you just go straight huh, up to eight that is strange. and then from there it jumps up to ten Okay. Like you don't have an eleven, and you don't have a six or seven, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then from there, I think it's like two increments of two going mm-hmm. up. But I know that there's a WG fifteen too, so it's really weird how they set is it that up. one I like really higher don't up, know. or is it just different? The higher the number is within each of your scales, the better your pay okay. and the more your stuff. Like if you've been there, so like the job position that I have. Because of the fact that it's a specialized thing, and like only like less than one percent of the U.S. has an A and P, 
Mm-hmm. Um, they start out at a WG eight, hmm. which okay. it's it's decent pay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can live comfortably yeah, with it's, it. It's and pretty, everything. It's pretty fair. Um, with time, as you get older, working within it, they kind of go like six months in or 90 days in whatever you jump up in pay scale it's kind of seniority rule yeah. sort of deal and ryan's been there eight just over eight months right he's, i'm pretty sure he's i think he's over. close to nine now yeah close closing in on nine months and and he's been bumped up like a, a, a pretty fair amount well he got bumped up once and mm-hmm. if he stays probably uh, I, I think he says prob- is it one year like your one year i really want to say the year. first one comes at six months and then it's one yeah. year after that. So if he stays, okay, so which he one plans to, weeks. for another eight months, mm-hmm. he'll jump up again. Mm-hmm. But um, like my my uncle, he's capped out within his yeah, stuff yeah. because he's Stacey. been there. Yeah, Stacy, he's been there for like twelve years now. Yeah. And what did he do before that? He worked at a tubing factory. He worked at a metal like copper and metal tubing okay. factory okay yeah. and he hated it he he told me some stories about that like he got in trouble for being too industrious like the system was like one of those conveyor belt things it mm-hmm. would bring down one and you're supposed to put it in a furnace and set it up for a specific timer deal and and it would pop out on the other side mm-hmm. he figured out how to get the right ratio of heat and timing so that he would just grab five or six at a time dump them all in get them done in half the time it would take for each of them individually and just wait for a little bit so he and do that again he was yeah. doing like half he was doing like half of their quota like a quarter of his stuff was and they him. didn't like that? and they got him in trouble because he wasn't doing it individually wow. and then when he went to their system they started griping at everybody because like their stuff was down mm-hmm. their numbers were down don't you hate that stuff that's, oh yeah that's annoying <laughs> he said that he loved it when he got his thing from Tinker though he as soon as he heard that he had his solid job thing from mm-hmm. Tinker he said hey guys here's my two weeks notice and don't count on me coming in for any of those days in the next two weeks yeah and they were like uh okay uh... I, I understand why you like this like there was one manager who was like a cool guy yeah and he understood he was like Dude, I really get why you would feel like this, but could like one day could you come in? <laughs> He's like, like no, nope, not gonna do that. Yeah, you roasted. guys screwed me over too many times, too much consecutively. So mm-hmm. I'll take that paycheck and I'll go over to my new job where I'm making more than you. <laughs> get roasted. <laughs> yeah, he he said it was really a really good feeling mm-hmm. when he was able to leave that stuff and yeah. go to his current job. Vince. Uh... He, he was telling me about, you know, you have to get, for IT work, you have to get your CompTIA A+, 901, and 902. And they just changed the standard in July. They changed the standard from the 901, 902 to the 1001, 1002. And it's kind of just an updated version and uh, some different questions and stuff. But it's pretty much the same thing. It's just hardware, software troubleshooting. And uh, he was telling me about how, you know, working in that kind of stuff it's great to have one and it looks good on a resume and a lot of people want you to have one for if you're you know working on computers doing any any kind of stuff like that and um and he had his 901 and he had his CompTIA A plus like nine series for a long time and he let it expire and so they made him go back and like take the 1001 1002 and he's like 
I wish I hadn't let it expire because, uh, you know, it's different and it's difficult and you have to go back and learn all this stuff over like the tiny little details that they try to, to get you on, you know, yeah, just like, a minuscule little. Yeah. It's, that's a lot. It seems like I'm trading one really, really particular industry for another mm-hmm. because that's how it is with aviation. Like yeah. they're in aviation just just to exemplify how little stuff changes, mm-hmm. uh, the tests that I took to get my was it two hundred dollars a test for the for the actual ah uh, that the, you have to be more specific because like for were, the for the certificate for like your is it AMP like like how much was that okay um, was it like four hundred bucks or the the way that it's set up is that for you have two sides of your a and p the a side which is airframe and p which is power plant which essentially that just means like but if you're converting it over to like cars and trucks it would be like body work versus engine work right Mm -hmm. um you have to pass a written test for a general aviation knowledge thing which costs a hundred dollars you have to pass a written for both airframe and power plant. They're both $100. Um, and you have to pass two oral and practical exams. With Don't a, tell me those are $100 with, too. They're $400. Oh, wow. And that's actually cheap. So where I got wait, it for $400 was considered cheap. Like I've wow. seen I've seen some places charge the oral and practical as much as like over $1,000. So $1, o- over 1000 bucks. Like what? Well, it's I, what eleven hundred bucks for you to over, just to take these tests. Altogether, it cost me eleven hundred dollars to get my A and P. Like that's significant. And that's after I did my schooling. Like mm-hmm. if we add in, I mean, I got FAFSA to take care of a lot of the schooling stuff. Mm-hmm. But that's nice. But what I had to pay on that was like four hundred fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I ended up paying about sixteen hundred bucks to get my A and P. Mm-hmm. And it took eighteen months to go through the course. Oh, yeah, but, that's uh, that's a that's a good hefty course. Yeah, it's I, a uh, it's a decent sized course. The one I went through just to get my six college credit hours and mm-hmm. and uh, this the CompTIA A plus, which I ended up not taking. Oh, um, which what happened to me was, uh, I I was going to take it, and we got a grant for our class that would cover th- three people. To fully to take the 901 and the 902 together, which they're 200 bucks a piece, and uh, we got a grant <laughs> that would cover it for three people to take their 901 and 902. So uh, I guess, I think it was uh, it was 1,200, and so um, two of them got grabbed up pretty quick, and it got to the end of the school year, and I finished before a couple people, and so. Uh, two weeks left he told me he brought me into his office and a couple of the teachers they were like oh you're so great and everything you don't have to come back you finished everything you've done everything we need you to do so if you want to leave today that's totally cool and I did and I was like okay I'm going to take this home I'm going to continue to study on this and I'm going to go down to the um, wherever you take it I, t- I forgot it. I forgot what the place is called where you take those kind of tests and stuff but um, yeah. go over there take it and be done with it and I'll, I'll just keep renewing it and keep it updated so I don't have to ever take it again. I was like really studied up for for a long time, started working and did not study another day for it and never took it. And so uh, that was kind of a big, like I really should have, I, I should have taken it, but um, still would have cost me 400 bucks. And, and uh, I'm hoping, 
we'll that I'll get a good refresher this year when I go back and maybe take it then. So that it would be really beneficial to have that on my resume. Yeah, uh, any yeah. computer thing you can do is gonna get you a computer job easier. <laughs> oh yeah, like the it seems like there's the same type of shenanigans that goes on with aviation is the type of shenanigans you see going on with uh, computer technology stuff mm-hmm. is people claim experience with computers and they have never taken a course never done anything except like google stuff and then say that they're an expert because they were able to use the start menu to look yeah. and check their settings you know what that reminds me of um and we were talking about catch me if you can earlier the mm-hmm. guy whatever his name is like the most impressive part to me of his whole story is that he passed the legitimately passed the bar in two weeks like he just sat down studied for two weeks impersonated a lawyer passed the bar and and literally became a lawyer and just saw you like use stuff that he saw on tv that's crazy like the bar exam passed it two weeks of study can i do that please <laughs> he he must have been a genius because he had to oh, be man. a genius level like you I mean, like, for I don't know if he's still employed by it. But I think like, he's retired. He, they said well, that they said that after all the events of that and all, that after he served his prison sentence and all, that they hired him to be like a code breaker for all that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. He was genius. I mean, yeah, he he was really really good at everything. That, the way that he manipulated stuff, I mean, it's trademark sociopathic stuff. But but at the same time, you can't help but be like, dang, that's that's innovative. really impressive. <laughs> it's like, I never thought I could be tricked that way. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> and you he had the girls flocking to him. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, he's a lawyer, a doctor, and a he's pilot. All of the above. And he's twenty four. Yay! <laughs> when that survey but... <laughs> comes through online that says like um were you like what's your career path and he just goes through and selects every single one of them <laughs> yeah all of the d all of the above yeah. <laughs> uh he just couldn't make up his mind folks <laughs> <laughs> just gonna try it all but i don't have 375 years to train for all of it. <laughs> it takes so long to go through all that stuff, and he's like, boom, 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 millions. <laughs> well, and I mean, that like, scene where he gets caught, and he's got all actually, those checks all around him and stuff. Yeah, and I mean, I actually, being being in the aviation industry, I know a couple of people who are pilots. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is just a very basic private pilot. He's got maybe a couple hundred flight hours under his belt, mm-hmm. but it's, um, I don't know what if he's he instrument you know? Well, it's, um, when you're at that private pilot thing and he isn't like super, super rich or anything, mm-hmm. you kind of, you rent. You don't ever, mm. you don't ever go out unless you're like the doctor that's rich and there's, <laughs> there's actually jokes for aircraft mechanics. They say that, uh, these specific airplanes are doctor killer planes for there was this one time a while back that for some reason everybody all these like millionaire doctors went out and got v-tail private planes they were twin engine planes they flew like a lead sled just difficult handling and they were uh v-tailed or t-tailed and uh uh it was actually 
and a lot of the specific one that they went for, it, it was a really bad type of plane anyway. It was called the Tomahawk, mm-hmm. and it already had the nickname of Tromahawk because Ooh. it was the reason that... I wouldn't get on that plane. Well, I mean, like, before we realized that you needed to, like, reinforce the T-tail for it, all that the T-tail thing means it is It broke that, apart and uh, crashed. Well, the... Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the we weren't putting reinforcement at the base of it at the back of like the plane whenever you talk about like the rudder um the diagonal like the perpen the stabilizers that are perpendicular to that mm-hmm. are called elevators okay and um a t-tail design just means that those elevators are at the top of the rudder as opposed to the base okay the tomahawk was called that because they made it a t-tail design mm-hmm. and when they initially released them they didn't have any reinforcement at the base the entire back of it would rip off, oh, and snap. then you were only Literally, able oh, to, snap. yeah, <laughs> yeah, you were only able to fly using ailerons and flaps. Ailerons are the, the parts on the ends of your wings okay. that turn and yeah. like mirror each other. Like if the right aileron is going up, then the left one is going down, yeah. so that you roll. Mm-hmm. But um, people, these doctors were buying a bunch of trauma hawks. And going out before we had caught the bug, and they had no flight experience whatsoever. Yeah. Going out and flying these twin-engine, faulty airplanes and just dying in droves. Yeah. Because wow. they kept crashing and burning in the ground. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was it was horrible. Mm-hmm. And and I've I've seen footage of people in like skydiving planes making having mid-air collisions, stuff like that. Planes just getting ripped apart. It's wow. crazy. Like, you, anybody listening, and you too, uh, Caleb, if you get the chance, look up flightaware.com. Mm-hmm. It's a live feed map uh, based in the U.S. because that's where we are, mm-hmm. of all the planes in the air right now. Wow, that's pretty cool. Every single airplane has to have specific... All the ones specific, we know about. <laughs> well, all... <laughs> All planes that are in the air right now, mm-hmm. um, at least registered U.S. planes, yeah. have to have specific radio equipment in them, yeah. and they're constantly tracked. Because hmm. if you look on FlightAware, it's like thousands of planes. And it just the shows entirety like the of the map the, yeah. just looks like a whole bunch of wings sticking out over each other. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And then you can see like the air speed highways that go from the West Coast, like uh, the... The upper middle part of Los Angeles, straight over to Hawaii, there's like a, just a stream, a steady stream going back and forth of like hundreds cool. of planes. It's crazy. Wow. So they have like an air like route that they yeah. follow. Okay, that's, that's yeah. kind of cool. There's like specific levels of airspace. but um, There's actually a map for um, like a cybersecurity thing that we would look at. I don't remember what it's called. It's, it's one of those websites where it's a, a map that shows like live attacks. Mm-hmm. like like hacking attacks on a live map and most of them are not from the united states but <laughs> they're all directed at the united states you know and yeah. you can see like you can tell where like it's the heated areas where there's like a lot of activity those parts are like the 
HP and Microsoft and it's like headquarters and those are like the biggest traffic places those are they're either def- like defending themselves sending out attacks or just receiving tons and tons of attacks and it's like all you can like see these hot areas and you're like that's where this is and this is why and it just shows like this map of all these attacks going and you know it's not completely live but it's it, you know it's a delayed a little bit but it's it's a live map of just a bunch of attacks and it's really cool yeah and and i mean when it comes to like cybersecurity stuff um i mean we're getting better about understanding technology like every day we're developing stuff faster and more efficient all the time and people are getting better understandings of what's going on Mm -hmm. but i mean you gotta consider the fact that we like aviation is a young industry it only really started coming around in like 1907 mm-hmm. and and that was the biplane uh computers didn't really start coming around until like the late 40s early 50s yeah so and, it's and that those much technically less weren't time. like i mean they were computers but they weren't you know they were so very very Massive. simple they were leading up to like a computer you know yeah eventually they got to just like a room-sized calculator until they got to like a little bit more and a little bit and now we have like these handheld computers that are like yeah. 20 times more powerful than what sent the rocket to the moon <laughs> yeah yeah so uh, but i mean the main thing i was trying to bring up with that in regards to the your whole hacking thing mm-hmm. was like um the the show that I recommended on the last podcast, Halt and Catch Fire, mm-hmm. uh, there's a, an instance in it where one of the main characters has set up a company, and it's they're essentially like a social media company, and they set up this whole gigantic chat room deal, and they had set up these quote-unquote private uh, conversation areas, but they had set up the code so weirdly and awkwardly since they were still working on how to write this stuff mm-hmm. that people accidentally hacked into private conversations on there all the accidentally time. so <laughs> so like i mean we're kind of like better. when you turn turn your radio over <laughs> i actually heard like firemen talking on like a yeah, radio it's like a cb yeah like i had just like a walkie talkie kind of like but it was like it was like <laughs> they were walkie talkies but they were like nice ones and my dad a secret bought us a, a, yeah pretty much <laughs> stranger things season three and um <laughs> we were like messing with it and going through and I, i'm i'm nearly positive it was like firemen talking to each other or something yeah <laughs> yeah it's we're we're getting better at this stuff yeah but we still don't understand our own technology <laughs> <laughs> we're still i mean we talk about like how great it is that we've known this stuff and created these things. The only person who really knows too much about the original stuff is the original designer. Is the people who made them. <laughs> and even them, they're like, we don't know how it interacts with the other stuff. So the mm. internet and cyberspace There's only has a couple created people that know a lot of things. Of <laughs> it's it's a crazy crazy thing yeah. and See, it's that's why I'm so uh excited to get into it is because that was like something that really surprised me because you know as idiotic as it sounds uh going into that class i had never thought of the internet like the way that it actually was you know like you never really stop and think what i mean well at least i didn't stop and think what is the internet and like where did it come from and stuff 
and you know that's a lot of the first stuff that you learn all that kind of like history stuff and all that and yeah you know after a couple days in the class you learn that you know the internet is not like a central thing it's not like owned by anyone and it's just it's literally like like me connecting my computer to your computer is creating connection and that's part of a web and then you get someone connecting to yours and someone connecting to theirs and the web gets bigger and eventually it's an internet between like people and literally we are the internet like our stuff is part of the internet and the only way you could ever destroy the internet would be to like either go through and destroy destroy every computer computer. remove all electricity (laughs) you know computers in themselves that talk to other computers are the internet and that was something i did not know yeah the existence of the internet is like the inevitable byproduct of us uh advancing with our stuff like the original the original computers the the reason they're called computers is because they were made to compute numbers just to do basic calculations it was bank stuff like they started off with like a little basic hand tool thing that or or we're Which really got into like the you go all the way back to the phoenicians and everything you get that like uh yeah you can take it back as far as you, as you even can and you know yeah. technically it's all the same kind of stuff that just leads up and leads up and leads up and yeah. in the past you know like 20 years we've really yeah yeah we figured once we figured out how to put something more than just a number mm-hmm. or a letter into a computer then is when we the cyber world it became it's that's when it exploded into existence like yeah. and you know at first we all figured of our... it out and then we said let's put our entire life onto <laughs> this let's record everything we started figuring out hey we can make money on this yeah <laughs> more then than it became anything. a whole different thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah you but got so... people like google and uh and all them amazon like, Amazon eventually, like Amazon started out as like a college book seller. Oh, yeah. Like Amazon, it was called Amazon and it had that little smiley thing yeah. between the A and the Z because it was like Amazon. We have everything from A to Z. Mm-hmm. And it was Amazon just because it was kind of a clever way to put that into a word. Mm-hmm. That, and uh, they originally just sold books. Huh. It was actually Jeff Bezos's uh, foresight in making their slogan be something as open as saying everything from A to Z as opposed to all the books specifically mm-hmm. and everything. I mean, not that the subtitle really mattered much by the time we got to it, yeah. but they ended up expanding their stuff. And because of the fact that they're essentially just a big brokerage site, advance, advance, we were advance. able to just do more and more online shopping, all that stuff. And yeah. now we have Jeff Bezos at $150 billion net worth Yeah, with See, an ex-wife who has more than I will make probably in my entire life. Oh, absolutely. Be- because of, <laughs> just because of a divorce settlement. <laughs> I, uh, I didn't see really the appeal of Amazon before, uh, you know, I was like, you know, a lot of people are are using this thing, and it's like the it's like um, this massive super company and stuff. And I was like, why do people buy Amazon Prime? Like, why do they make so much money off that? And then we got Amazon Prime. You know, if you're a student, if you use an edu and he said, email, I can see <laughs> yeah, I sang that song to myself. <laughs> um, 
so I got the six month free Amazon Prime thing, which actually just ended today. <laughs> and Yay, last day of work, last day of Amazon Prime. <laughs> no money, no problems. <laughs> we got school next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um which is another cool thing that they they give you like discount cheap um book rentals for college and stuff and then also 50% off of the annual Amazon subscription for like for as long as you're a student I guess but um so it's 6 months free and then 50% off after that and then also you get like the school benefits which is really cool but um the 2 day shipping thing I kind of like I didn't get I was like you know I can just wait like 4 days you know it whatever why would i pay like 100 bucks a year for two-day shipping you know and then you get it because i'm impatient yeah and you start scrolling through and you start shopping and you just see things that you want and you put them in the cart and you order them and then they're at your house in one to two days and it's like wow it's <laughs> it's addicting <laughs> 150 million dollars Oh, yeah. <laughs> Billion, sorry. Billion, yeah. sir. Big chunk boy. Big chunk boy. Big chunk boy. Big chunk money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh, and I'm, I saw this article thing. I'm not really, please don't quote me on this because I, I have no idea whether it's real or not. But I had seen this story. If, if it's true, I think it's the most hysterical thing on the planet um, about Jeff Bezos. He got fired as CEO of Amazon because he got a tattoo on his neck and face of like uh like this unicorn thing the mm-hmm. sound of it it sounds very fake I think that is fake because so, if he had it removed and if he if he had that and had it removed then they did a really good job cuz there's no like his face is completely clean well mm-hmm. like the uh, as far as I know I mean like I said his his bald head is even cleaner <laughs> yes. It's like I can see myself in that. <laughs> yes, absolutely. He has his bald head polished regularly every morning. Yeah. It's his morning routine. No, probably he orders a um so head polishing <laughs> and it and it shows up in two days. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hundred and fifty billion dollars. <laughs> He's like, I can't skip out on the rules mm-hmm. just because I own the company. <laughs> two days. That's what we said. <laughs> We are excellent service, but we are not immediate service. (laughs) (laughs) So it just cracked me up when they tried to go to drones and like everybody started shooting their drones out of the sky. Really? No, I did not know about that. I mean, if you try to fly a drone over Harlem, Mm -hmm. it'll get you will you will lose a hundred plus dollar drone immediately. Oh, there's thousand dollar drones. There's people get those thousand dollar drones. Well, I said hundred dollar plus because like an individual person, unless you're like like got those a quad lot of expendable ones stuff. with the cameras on them. Yeah, those are like those start in the hundreds. It's crazy. Yeah, I've I've actually seen a couple of those. It's like starting price six hundred and fifty seven dollars. Yeah. I'm like, dang, dang man, for a lot of people that's you like really multiple that. full paychecks. But, yeah, but uh, that's more than that was more than a full week paycheck for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But um, full week kind of flexing right there, but <laughs> <laughs> that that's You're like that's like one week, <laughs> as if I could oh, spend good. all that on a drone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I feel like I know that as I eventually end up making more, um, I'll probably 
uh, as I end up making more, I'll probably end up like losing my uh, concern about such big uh, pay things like price tags. That's the word I was looking for, price tags. Uh, I'll probably start losing respect the, for the price tag stuff. But as it stands, I feel like $600 for a single thing that I don't really even mm-hmm. That's need. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a pretty decent steep price tag for something. Yeah. I'm like, I don't really need this. <laughs> <laughs> like, if it was food, that's something. But uh, but even that $600 on food, that's crazy too. <laughs> hey, uh, Hannah's boyfriend, Shane. Hannah is my sister. Yeah. And she's dating a awesome guy named Shane. And, and uh, he spent... I don't remember if it was two. It was at least two thousand dollars. It might have been more, in one month on fast food, one month. What the? I don't. Oh, I don't. Oh my gosh! I dude. don't know how you do that, but uh, he did it, and I believe it because he he eats like a monster. Exclu- you know? Apparently, exclusively at McDonald's or something. Because yeah, that's, he was spending like ridiculous. ten bucks on a meal. You know, just regularly. Like yeah. maybe three times, a, you know that's crazy. <laughs> three times a day. Maybe. Yeah. At, oh gosh. <laughs> Thirty dollars a day on takeout. That that adds up. I thought I was. That I no. Up. I know I was splurging when I spent uh, a little over six dollars on Brahms today. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. I got a, like a, a breakfast <laughs> biscuit and. Uh, and tater tots and a chocolate milkshake, and uh, I was like, "This is living the life." <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh yep. Oh like, yeah. I'll, I'll generally, uh, and I mean that. These price tags, mind you, all we're in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. so the price of living is pretty low here. Yeah. It's not that expensive for stuff, and like ten dollars for coasts. ten dollars for a meal. I mean, I know that in like California, an average meal is like fourteen to fifteen dollars <laughs> for just a basic meal for one person. Uh, over here, that fifteen dollar price tag would pay would take care of two people two, easily, yeah. easily two take good, care of two, two people. Two good meals for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, and so hearing somebody say, "I spend ten dollars every time I go out, and I go out like <laughs> three, four times in a day." That's, yeah. that's kind of ridiculous. So there's a <laughs> that game we played Million Dollars Butt. Uh, that was from Rooster Teeth. Have you heard Have you heard of Rooster Teeth? I've heard of Rooster Teeth. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that that's where that came from. Yeah, they they made but this it doesn't game, surprise me. And at all. they uh, <laughs> they have like a card game version of it and and stuff like that. But you know the premise is you, you know you get it's like a theoretical game where you get a million dollars. And then there's this scenario that is not like it's not something yeah. you would want. It's something you that you have to accept. It's like you, have, do you, push you the get buttons? a million dollars, caveat, but like uh, you can only walk using your hands. You can't walk on yeah. your feet ever for, again for like, oh, like ever again in your life. Yeah, you can only walk on your hands. First and of like, all, your arms event like you know you would make it, but you. You know what? Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, the blood going to your head from that, if you ever walked more than like 20 minutes, you would <laughs> you would definitely be You would get hurting. messed up. You, you'd get real messed up. You would mess yourself up pretty quick doing and that. And or pass out or whatever. <laughs> but, but yeah. But eventually, it's... you know, maybe your arms would be the size of thighs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thick boy. Chunk boy? Thick boy. <laughs> but... <laughs> 
And eventually uh, you learn and to run, and then you just be a different species. <laughs> <laughs> and I apologize to anybody listening to this who's annoyed by the whole thick with two C's meme <laughs> and all that stuff. We, we kind of enjoy that. <laughs> so, we, we like us some chunk. Some memes. <laughs> Alright, so let me think of one. Let's do this. Uh, million dollars, but you can't brush your teeth for let's say let's say you can't brush your teeth for three years and you know if you start oh my gosh if you if a tooth falls out it falls out you know if you get a cavity Um, no teeth brushing three years but you get a million bucks I'm sorry, dude. I'm not taking that. Yeah, I don't think I, I, I would. value my the, teeth more yeah. than that. Like the ones that are like bodily harm. Kind of three years of no brushing. Oh, that's man. And you know, you hear that people just go sounds out gross on those survival shows, and they're like, "I wish so much that I had a toothbrush." That's like the one thing they wish for. I wish. Yeah, I had they're a just like my teeth are green and covered in moss. Yeah, you'd have to like scratch the plaque off of your teeth every day. It's dis- oh, oh gosh, that's horrible. Oh. <laughs> you'd get a cavity toothaches that would suck <laughs> but you'd be so rich <laughs> for like a while till you spent it all and then you wouldn't be <laughs> and then you'd also have no teeth <laughs> alright okay. uh, million dollars but um, every time you sneeze it sounds like a gunshot like a really loud gunshot <laughs> no matter where and you it are happens, it is, you and sneeze. every time you gunshot. sneeze it Rest happens five times. Oh, dang. So it's like a... Every, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> yeah, every time you sneeze, you sneeze five times. Is this it is like indefinite. automatic fire, or is it like like burst fire, or is it's it like, like... You know how bah, like bah, 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 bah. people will sneeze three times in a row? Oh, yeah. It's, it's like, just, you sneeze achoo, five times in a row, achoo, so it's like... Achoo. It's like... <laughs> yeah, so it's like that. Yeah. Indefinitely. You, but you get a million dollars. Dang, that would be harsh. If you ever sneezed spring on a plane... Would be, spring would be crazy. <laughs> would it, what, what, can you like hold it in? You do that thing where you like choke on your nose trying to hold if it in. If you can stop yourself from sneezing, you it's stop like yourself from sneezing. <laughs> <laughs> you just put a silencer on a shotgun. <laughs> but, uh, but no, like if you can stop yourself from sneezing, you can stop yourself. Mm-hmm. And it won't sound like a gunshot. But if it's you just sneeze, if you sneeze... It's going to sound like, bam. Five gunshots. Yeah. So if you do it on a plane, definitely someone, like the, the marshal might the shoot air marshal, you. The air marshal is going to tase you like crazy. Yeah. And you are going to land with like a zip tie handcuff situation going on. <laughs> but uh, They're gonna but you got a million dollars. Point. You might be able to invest and get your own <laughs> private jet. You get a, like a mouth then muzzle you... that, that's <laughs> <laughs> Or no, like a nose thing that filters and you never sneeze. <laughs> so are you taking it? Are you taking that million? I can see advantages and dis- like a lot of disadvantage. You know what? I'm taking it. I'm ta- I'm taking this million and I am putting a filter on my nose. And I'm going to be a f- nose You're filter bane. millionaire. <laughs> You're going to yeah. be bane. Yeah. But a millionaire. <laughs> oh, I have a million dollars. <laughs> Tell me about a expense report this month. <laughs> <laughs> invest all of it become Jeff Bezos <laughs> yes become the new Jeff Bezos a small loan of a million dollars and gunshot sneezes <laughs> I have not had it easy <laughs> you think Drive the spray by. tan is cheap no my tube pay and my spray tan is like $600 a pop 
Not even close. <laughs> Every time. Don't worry, Mexico's gonna pay for our well. I'm not funding it, don't worry about it. <laughs> I think my favorite thing that Donald Trump has done so far or is trying to do so far is his thing of the Space Force. <laughs> I love it. I, I want memeable? for us to have uh, an ODST unit and oh, the Marines are with me. I have actual friends that I know that are Marines or were in the Marines that say that it's like They're their the favorite thing on the planet is Space Force. Uh, that's what I would want to do. I mean, they all—all all probably... the branches are trolling the hell out of it, but they love it. They're they're <laughs> <laughs> they're probably like to to get that position to be a space force like to be on the space force. You probably have to be very accomplished, like in like and everything. Like astronauts you... are, you know, they're. I've seen a couple Highly of like schooled and all I've, that. Yeah, I've seen a couple of like the precursory stuff that they've considered for like what the qualifications would be. Mm-hmm. And of course, obviously, all of it is like the Air Force, it's very heavy on academics, it's very heavy on that sort of thing. And if you want to be like a high-ranking officer, you legitimately you essentially have to be a legitimate rocket scientist. Can you imagine being the leader of the, <laughs> the highest force? ranking officer of the space force? That's such the, an you're awesome like title. The alien leader. Yes. <laughs> you are. You come back down to Earth and you say, "Take me to your leader," and they're like, <laughs> they're like "Um, you kind of know him already." It's called the space force. We are the space force. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be Master Chief. <laughs> get actual master chief for the enlisted ranks uh, if i was up oh, there that's gosh. what i'd be wearing and i would have the 2000 pound titanium suit and when i came back down to earth <laughs> i would come down as a meteor oh my fire. gosh you would die immediately <laughs> on impact land in iron man uh iron man landing oh, Ding. okay that actually brings something to mind um i was thinking about this a little while back um because you know with that movie at astra coming out it's got like brad pitt and he meets his father in space or some junk it's some kind of time travel business i've not heard of this it seems like an interesting enough movie is world war but world war z world war z 2 is coming as well right i did not know about that i think actually. it is which i'm kind of excited for if I like it one. is i want to see it just because uh world war z it was good the movie mm-hmm. it was probably the worst uh, zombie movie when it comes to story content. Oh, it yeah. It really but is the hordes just of kill zombies. the zombies. Yeah, kill the <laughs> hordes of zombies. That Like, the coolest scene is when they're climbing that wall. It was Jerusalem, right? Yeah, yeah. And they were in, like, the middle of Israel. And uh, they're, they're, like, there's, like, millions of them climbing on each other until they get over it. That was cool. That's the one, crazy. like, kind of movie that did those hordes really well. Those oh, yeah. Massive hordes. And that's what the game, the World War Z game, is based around is just massive hordes. Mm-hmm. Which I would assume would take a quite a bit of CPU power to to run that kind of game with just so many things like that going on. But the game is like that. Well, like, like there's massive hordes that climb on each other, and you can just pile them up and shoot them. I feel like uh, there's something. You know the movie Life of Pi. I've not seen it, but I know about You've it. You've not seen. I heard it was Life really good, and I so good. I I heard it was really good. I'll probably it's watch so it. So good. Mm-hmm. Uh, they. For a couple of the scenes that they had in uh, Life of Pi, mm-hmm. the graphics that they needed, they had to bring in programmers to create new systems to actually set it up. Yeah. Like, they have a flying fish sequence mm-hmm. in it where um, Pi Patel and the 
uh, Tiger, whose name is Richard Parker. Um, they're fighting, and he's about to like, he's about to get killed. Mm-hmm. Let's just be honest. Him versus Tiger. He's a scrawny vegetarian Indian dude. He's gonna die. Yeah. But um, and he's holding this oar, and um, there's this fish that they catch, and uh, he, uh, the tiger's trying to paw at him and everything. He goes, mm-hmm. "Here, fine, have it." And he throws it at him, and another flying fish comes over and knocks it out of the air before <laughs> it can, before the fish, the tiger can catch it. Uh-huh. And they look over and they see like thousands of flying fish jumping out mm-hmm. and they end up getting like full meals out of it because nice. both of them get the entire boat have you just seen filled with those it. flying fish like in person it's They're weird. Crazy. They're weird they've got like little wings and they'll just come yeah. out and glide and we used to like when we went on we went on two cruises mm-hmm. and on both of them one of the things that we enjoyed doing in the morning was going out to the front of the like uh, the front of the ship where it's really windy and you can look out at the front and everything and and um and uh, we would always see, you know, every time you're out there, you see those flying fish and they'll jump out of the waves and they'll glide and glide. And some of them, you know, don't make it very far. And some of them just sail until you can't see them. And it's like, it's pretty cool. <laughs> just literally flying fish. It's, yeah, it's it's <laughs> the weirdest thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, um, I mean, you know, people talk about uh, reality is stranger than fiction. Mm-hmm. It is so, so true. <laughs> so freaking true. Um, but yeah, I was uh, saying like they had to write their own new code and they reframed that scene so that it would be in widescreen format. So mm-hmm. even if you were if you were watching it at home and it was in full screen, all of a sudden when you saw this flying fish sequence, it would have those black bars on the top and kind of widen out the shot. Oh, okay. And the fish went past the black bars mm-hmm. in it. There were so many of them they had to make use this code called giant and it set up th- there were two sequences that had uh, just thousands and thousands of units all working together getting back to the whole horde thing we were talking mm-hmm. about before. The other one was with meerkats. They also mm-hmm. used uh, giant for that one but they set it up so that within the program like each of these meerkats had a family mm-hmm. that they would specifically huddle around so if anybody, took the time to meticulously go through and look at the hundreds of thousands of meerkats in this one shot that has them. Yeah. Each of them huddles into specific little units and groups and wow. socializes within a group. So they put so, just, you know, maximum effort into this oh, kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. I when people do that sort of thing, it just it that's that's those are the kind of things that make stuff good. The little yeah. things where people put in the extra effort on something that you might not even notice. One way or another, it makes it better, you know? Yeah. Those, those are great little things like that. That's why people talk about, like, finding their passion and everything. It's mm-hmm. like, it really is important. Like, yeah. whenever somebody is making that's something they the and they really don't care, it shows. Yeah. So, which is yeah, why... Yeah, you know, no matter what, if you if you care about it, you can see it. It's, it's like care is visible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So. It's like... um for a little while I was really big into like homesteading and setting up your own small uh, sustainable farms and stuff mm-hmm. um, they one of the groups that they talked about they specifically talked to and said uh, the they said that like they would much rather work 
70 or 80 hours a week on their oh, wow. own deal than 40 hours a week on, on somebody else's. something else's. they don't care about. Yeah. Because this is their project. I totally get that. Not yeah. not just something to pay the bills. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, I would I would do the same kind of thing where I would so much rather spend a lot of time doing something that I care about and that I'm passionate about rather than, you know, doing something for a shorter amount of time that I really don't care about. And uh, it wasn't until my mom actually suggested, uh, you know, looking at this new career tech when we moved here. And so she sent me over and I uh, I shadowed a couple classes and and uh, found a computer class. And it the one that, that I saw was the only one, like, I mean, you know, the rest of the school looked fun and everything. And there was even a game design one that I was really interested in. And... Uh, and uh, the eventually, I, I chose the the uh, networking, uh, troubleshooting, and cybersecurity class just because, like, when I was in there, it was the only class that I noticed that was actually like they were the only class that was working hard. You know, like they yeah. were getting stuff done, they were learning, and they were they were doing stuff. They were the engaged. Rest, yeah, the rest of the classes were, you know, they were messing around, doing whatever. It looks fun. Like they were having fun. You know, a, but that was it. It was a bunch of students screwing around because they didn't really see it as anything long term mm -hmm. like uh and that's like the thing they were the, probably there to get always. out of high school and get a quick certification and that kind of stuff but uh i mean you know that is really a good opportunity of those is to just go there get your certification and stuff and don't get me wrong like we had fun and there was probably once we got less busy and stuff there was uh certain times to where like towards the end um like once a month we would have a game day on a Friday and you oh. would like you could bring your own stuff and we would just play games for three hours, which I'm super excited about because I'm going back this year taking two classes. So I will be there all day for three days a week. And when I'm there on Fridays and we have a game day, then uh, I'm going to get to just sit there and play like Shadow of the Tomb Raider for six hours, <laughs> <laughs> which is... Uh, that sounds super fun. Very nice. I haven't got to play a whole lot of games here, and uh, we just finished up playing some VR. We are playing Blades and Sorcery, which definitely, if you, if you, anyone out there has a VR system on the PC, if it's supported by it, get on Steam and buy Blades and Sorcery. It's twenty bucks. Uh, it you know it might go on sales some of the time. Steam has a well lot of sales and stuff. Well worth it. It well worth it. I I would have paid fifty dollars for that game. Like it. And I, I typically don't pay full price for any game, really. Just, But um, there are some games that are completely worth every dollar. And Blades and Sorcery, um, it is a violent game. It, oh, yeah. It's, a, it's like a gladiator game. There's dismemberment and stuff. But um, if you're okay with that, then it is, it's a physics-based... Um, you're, you're basically a sorcerer, and you're like a, like a warrior, well, and you I fight mean, these bandits. Honestly, <clears throat> at least... At least in the extension that we've played, it seems a lot closer to the idea of like you're not so much a sorcerer mm -hmm. as you are at least at the very beginning before you start getting yeah. any more to the mods. You're much more of like a Sith Lord. Like kind of, you yeah. have lightning hands. That's like the first spell that you have, and for yeah. the longest time That's we the were only playing. Spell it. That's that the only have. one yeah. we had. But my biggest recommendation, if you do get it, get on Nexus and 
get the vortex mod manager and download some blades and sorcery mods we downloaded like 20 tonight and played them and they just released an update to where it makes a lot of the mods compatible for a while all, almost all the mods weren't working and they have this new update and just all of them started working at once amazing there's some really good mods out there and this game's only been out for like yeah. a couple short months and and uh so yeah. the mods are getting really fun seeing uh being able to legitimately now call yourself a sith lord because you can you can <laughs> we got one of we these modded mods, in lightsabers one and... of these mods you have you can get like count dooku's yeah. lightsaber that's like curved and everything yeah, it's and awesome. then you have lightning in the other hand yeah it's awesome it, it's you can't and the you know by nature the game has telekinesis basically the force so you yeah. literally and there you we modded in star wars levels and stuff to where you fight jedis literally star wars and yeah, you can you can you can you be can one of the jedi knights off. or be a sith lord if you want awesome it's fantastic the anakin do it kill him do it do it yeah kill him where he uh, <laughs> takes the two lightsabers and crosses them beheading you can do that it's I gotta, super fun just on that note though i do have to say like that has to be the most hysterical voice changeover <laughs> in a character i've ever seen kill because him, anakin if you look at that scene, like leading up to that line, that single yeah. line of dialogue, he doesn't sound like he that. sounds like. And then, oh, thank you for saving me, Anakin. Now kill him. <laughs> Do it. It's all of a sudden just this croaky <laughs> lizard you man a, voice. You want another cigarette, sweetheart? It's, it's hysterical to me. <laughs> I mean, I love the series. I Do love it. Star Wars, but that little voice thing. Yeah. And you I saw know the what game it was Grumps. For. It was hysterical. Um, I think you said you saw the game Grumps remake where they where they parodied parodied that, and they did the whole like stew it, beef stew brew it, it, brew it. Yeah, it's ah <laughs> uh, screw it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the it's fantastic, and um, if anybody out there wanting to get VR stuff, I mean. Blades and Sorcery, being number one game to get. Being perfectly honest, at the beginning, I was very, very, very dubious about any kind of VR technology mm -hmm. at all. But after playing a little bit of these games... I didn't quite them, see the point of it a whole lot, and Ryan kept telling me about it, and I kept looking into it, and eventually I was like, this looks you know amazing. Yeah. And I and yeah. at that point, I watched Ready Player One, and I was like... Sold. <laughs> and I bought one. <laughs> <laughs> Oculus Rift S... Uh, people have different really reactions nice to things <laughs> yeah if you've got the pc to run it the oculus rift s is a really nice medium you can get the oculus it's kind of older uh, i think it's i think it's 300 dollars. but i would really recommend getting the upgrade get the oculus rift s it's it's 2019 new uh it just released like uh two months ago i want to say and so uh, i picked like one up and i have to say i'm really happy with it it's it's really fun, and the inside-out tracking is is really nice. You don't set up any sensors in the room. The sensors are inside-out. They're on the headset, and they see your controllers in your hand, and they work really nicely, and uh, it's it's pretty cool. The resolution and the frame rate could be higher. It's 80 hertz, uh, and the resolution is 2560 by 1440 in both eyes, I believe. Don't quote me on that. Um, that could be wrong. But, you know, as as we continue in this growth, just like, like how the theme has been this whole entire time and with the last podcast, our technology is only advancing. Mm -hmm. We are just getting better at this stuff, and VR is a very new field. Like, I'm, what I'm hoping, I mean, my opinion on it has done almost a complete 180. 
mm-hmm. from what it was when I initially heard about VR. Because initially I was thinking, look, the new 3D. It's going to be here for three months, and then yeah. it's going to immediately fall out of fashion. Yeah. Now I am on the opposite side of that, hoping that it isn't. Because yeah. I get seeing VR, this gameplay... You know? I understand the draw now. Mm-hmm. Um, like you, you take it off and you immediately want to put it back on and keep playing. You yeah, know? yeah. We take turns. You know, there, there's one of us. But that way, one... you get a real sweaty headset. Oh yeah, and you it's get it. Not fun. Yeah, that, that is one. That is one big downside when you're playing Blades and Sorcery. You know, you're you're you... fighting people as if you were fighting people, and you take it off and sweat drips off your face. Yeah, you you do so, work up a sweat. This is a way for all you gamers breaks. out there. To start Get losing some pounds by is slaying. to do some real life motion <laughs> and get yourself one of those super expensive omnidirectional treadmills. One thing I did which buy. Which actually does exist now, which I thought I, was crazy. I can't wait for those to become mainstream and affordable. I oh, yeah. probably will get one. Oh, yeah. That is so cool. Oh, man. If you could actually... Oh, man. That would that's, be sick. That's literally the other half of Ready Player One. Yeah. Yeah, it's it like yeah. the initial setup, like when you look at uh, the movie, because I'm sorry to all of you who have read the book. I didn't read the book. I just watched the movie. Um, when you watch it, it's like the first scene is him getting his headset on. He has a couple of gloves that have the hand motion sensors and then an omnidirectional treadmill. And that's it. Or does that come in later? I don't, I no, don't that's remember, like right but... off the bat. He okay. talks about like, this is the starting gear. This is like the best mm-hmm. stuff is so that you can do it like this. Uh, eventually, they... I'll get the full body suit. Yeah, they wouldn't have to be like that big, honestly. No. And you you may not even need the like, like a lot of the ones that are here now. They have like a circular like safety ring around them, I guess, that keeps you in. I, I don't know. But if we yeah. can make just a stationable omnidirectional treadmill and... I don't know. That would be so cool. That would be the most immersive thing. If you got the feedback suit, <laughs> you probably you probably could live in it until you oh, got yeah. um, until your eyesight failed. However, one thing, and I t- I gotta take this note and this mention straight out of the honest trailers uh, <laughs> YouTube site talking about Ready Player One. Um, Harkening back to our mention of sweat earlier. Yeah. If you extend that to a full body suit, it's oh, like man. a rubber silicone suit oh, all you, over you. You'd be, you will be a stank you might drown boy. in your own suit. <laughs> <laughs> you will be a stank boy. Yeah, the showers uh, <laughs> are real. Yeah, <laughs> your that's suit our PSA be... for everybody out there. All of you in the tech world, remember to shower. <laughs> that's, that uh, I guess that's as good a note <laughs> as any for us to end on tonight as oh, well. One more thing before we close. Last thing I want to close out on. Um, As far as VR goes, uh, one quick mention I wanted to talk about um, to end on a positive note. uh, Hello Games, the people that made uh, No Man's Sky. You know, No Man's Sky came out, I think, in 2016 and completely flopped. The ultimate over-promising game. It completely flopped. Everyone wanted a refund. You know, everyone hated it. And then, uh, you know, after that, they did something that is completely unusual and like i i now really very respect them they hello games made it to where um and i don't know if they self-published their game or who published it or what but they you know working with these people and stuff they 
Um, there are no microtransactions in No Man's Sky. There are no DLCs. There are no add-ons. Nothing. Every month or so, they release a big free content update. And at this point, it is 10 times the game that it was when it came out. And in uh, five days, they are releasing an update that completely supports the game in VR. And that is awesome. Like, how many companies right now in August of 2019 are remaking their games for VR and selling them again? Almost all of them, you know? Like, you can buy Thief Simulator, 20 bucks. Thief Simulator VR, 20 bucks also. And, you know, that all that kind of stuff. It's the same thing. But every, just, they have turned around so much that now people are going back and buying it or going back and playing it because they bought it. And it's like this really cool thing that I can't wait to get into. And I watched their whole, um, they just keep releasing massive content updates and well, it's I mean, completely free to everyone. And that is so cool. Like they I mean, may not be even making that much money off of it anymore, but they are still like, they're listening to their community and they're doing something genuinely cool. And that's another thing. Like people, people tend when they talk about the online community to talk about the toxicity of stuff like YouTube comment sections and Facebook stuff where people get into crazy arguments uh, uh, anonymously and all that sort of thing and talk about the negative aspects of it. I think that this this thing with Hello Games is highlighting the positive aspects of the online community. I hope it's like a rebirth of legitimate game developers. Yes. This kind of thing. Because, yes. you know, we, you know, back in... And our day, it was you bought a game once, that was it. You got the full game and you played it until the next game. And then came EA Games. And all <laughs> that kind of stuff and everything changed to where you buy a game and then you buy another piece of it and then you buy another piece of it. And eventually after you spent $200, you have a full game. Yeah. <laughs> and somehow we all just fall for it. <laughs> yeah. So with things like Cyberpunk and all that kind of stuff to where, you know, hopefully it'll just release as a full $60 worth of content and just be really awesome. That was, you know, Witcher 3 had DLCs, not necessary in itself, base game. Uh, I think it came out at $60, complete, yeah. full, enjoyable experience. Yeah, because we've, and it might specifically be closer with PC gaming stuff. Mm -hmm. We've gotten further and further and further away from that original mark of selling a whole product. Mm -hmm. um, and it really is like we joke about EA saying like um, you only buy like not even a beta version of the game you buy an alpha and version you, of the game and then, and then, you, then they sell well, you beta, beta for another $30 yeah. and then you get the rest of the fun, finished product stories and then you get <laughs> for another 25 or $30 so by yeah. the time all things are said and done like you were saying it really mm -hmm. is like $200 yeah. For one game. I've spent and it's not even a good game. <laughs> on, on Destiny 2, I've spent $80, I think, and they're fixing to release a $40 DLC or a $35 DLC. And you can upgrade it to the $60. <laughs> one game I really, really, really hope they actually finish out and follow through on that I started up a little while back is uh, Anthem. It yeah. was such a hyped Man, up game. But it was, it, such you know, an awesome theory. I was looking was forward to that game for two years. I played it. Mm -hmm. I played a little I played bit the of it. Too, it's yeah. definitely the gameplay the, was fun. 
the side of a beta type thing. The customization, really nice, really in-depth. The customization, the gameplay, the environments, they were amazing. They yeah. just don't have a story. They and made I a couple of big story. downfalls. The story, flop. The And they're probably their biggest, most crushing thing was that um, there were you spent more time in loading screens than you did playing and that destroyed it you know like i played the beta on pc and you know it looked great the customization was awesome the characters were cool the voice acting the scenery it was all good the story was really lacking and the um i don't know the incentive behind it was kind of lacking and then you just you know that so that doesn't really get you excited and intrigued more than i mean you know the gameplay is like okay okay this is good this is something that can work and then you lose intrigue with the rest of it and then you spend tons of time in loading screens it's like loading screen loading screen and they're too long and then you know they say they worked on that and fixed that and then all the servers crash and everything goes and it completely flopped and now like five people are playing it and that's sad because it was it was you know looking forward to it for like two years i was waiting for that and then, you know, I played the beta and I was like, this could be really good. And then I hope, you know, I hope this is just a snippet and it's going to be awesome and stuff. The environments are amazing. The flying is so cool. It's Suits some of the most everything. beautiful environments it's in great. any game I've ever seen. And it's in the trash now. If they can pull a Hello Games, that would be sick. But yeah, knowing that it's published by EA, not I'm not going to It won't pull up. a Hello Games. It'll pull an EA. They'll say, Probably, here's yeah. the rest of the game. For another $50. And no one will buy it. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. However, and that's a bleak note, but uh, yeah. we're going to have to call it quits now. Yeah. Um, as it stands, it's close to, it's it's after 3 a.m. It is 3.25 a.m. Right <laughs> so, and we got some stuff to do. So. Yeah, we do. So, uh, this has been the Cyber Pabble, Cyber Pabble Cyber. Bobcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes this right. is cyber babble uh with zach and caleb and we are out bye, bye.